TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. That's the big thing. We've got to win more games and understand that, uh, you know, this is this is a window that we we got to win in. And uh, you know, our ownership deserves that. Our fans deserve that. Uh, Dombrowski deserves that as well, and we do too. So, um, we got to go out there and play our game and uh, play Philly baseball, and you know we'll see what happens. That's Bryce Harper getting us ready for some Phillies baseball. Welcome back in to the afternoon show. I'm Broads filling in for Ike, for Jack, and the rest of the crew. Yeah, man, Bryce Harper, there's something special about hearing him speak. He's ready for the season, and so is John Middleton. All right, listen to this. John Clark of NBC Sports Philadelphia throws this out there at 3.43. So about what's that, 15 minutes ago? He's told that Philly's owner, John Middleton, in a big team meeting today, had the full squad and said something that he told Ryan Howard 15 years ago. I want our blank trophy back. Go get it. It's time. So John Middleton inspiring the crew, huh? Swallowing. You think Kyle Schwarber's sitting there going, that's right, damn it. That's right, John. That's right. You get me inspired, baby. That's right. We're going to get that trophy. How about John Middleton? Mr. Middleton, if you will, trying to get the boys going. I love watching him look like a proud dad behind the batting cage, just looking at these guys as if he's not paying them billions of dollars. And he looks at his payroll. Ah, Forget it. That's just a tax write-off. This is all just a tax write-off for me. I'm just going to watch the best leadoff hitter of all time, Kyle Schwarber, take some batting practice right now. It's un- unbelievable stuff. And that's not the only Philadelphia Phillies news to drop over the last little bit of time. I woke up this morning, and I'm hearing all sorts of reports about Anaheim. What's going on with Anaheim? No, this isn't about Anthony Rendon not caring about baseball, even though he's getting paid close to $40 million a year. But how about Millville's own Mike Trout? Is Mike Trout going to eventually ask for a trade out of Anaheim? Time's ticking. Is the time ticking? No, no, no. That's a fishing reel. Oh, you're fishing reel. I thought it was a time tick. As if, hey, it's only a matter of time because we brought this up a little bit ago that, hey, one day Mike Trout's got to get out of that disastrous, disastrous situation. So we're going fishing is what you're saying. Yeah, it's a trout. Yeah, trout. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got you. Going fishing. That's, that's creative. I went right over my head. I should be way more on my toes. See what happens when I sit down? And does this make you uncomfortable that I'm sitting? Because it makes me very uncomfortable. Or you it, didn't even notice. No, it, it makes no difference. You all. didn't even notice. Well, you're not short, so I, I noticed. Yeah. It's not as if you're the same height. Yeah, it's throwing me off. Anyway, on the trade front, this is on the trade front for Mike Trout. He said he's happy being in Anaheim right now, 
but left open a possibility that he'd be open to a trade down the line. It's inevitable. There's no way that Mike Trout is going to stay with that franchise. They're a joke. They are just as bad as the Oakland A's. So get him out of there, and it's a perfect time with this window. If, if, if your owner wants to get his trophy back, and there's some words in there that I can't say on these airwaves, but if he truly wants it, you got to make that phone call, no? I mean, you got to pick up the phone and see what's up, no? Or are you one of those, Ben, that's a little nervous of the injuries of Mike Trout? Because there are fans out there that say, ah, oh, there's always a back. There's always this. There's always that. It's not worth it because he's banged up and misses a ton of time. You can't pass up on a Mike Trout, right? Um, yeah, no, a lot of that second part's true. There is always an injury. But so, I, so you're scared? I, I'm scared of doing it right now. Yeah, I'm not calling right now to trade for him. Oh, I'd be calling. But, but part of this discussion is that, you know, somehow, by the way, if Trout never asked out of Anaheim, that's kind of pathetic. It's Damian Lillard before he went to Milwaukee level. Or it's not that bad. Or Lillard isn't that bad. Like, they are, he plays for the most dysfunctional crap show in the MLB, and he's totally content with losing. That's crazy. In what world? Like, seriously, in what world is he satisfied out there right now? And now you got to deal with Rendon, and he doesn't feel like playing oh, family. And, and, he, and there's nothing wrong with saying family and faith, or I forget exactly what it was, but he's got a couple things more important to him than baseball. And there's no problem with putting your family before your occupation, by no means. But it's just the delivery of, like, I don't really care about baseball. Uh, you got to deal with That's your teammate. That's a big acquisition and a big-time guy who got paid a lot of money to help you out. And what type of culture is there? Man, that is a joke of a place to play. Uh, and the team's horrible. Horrible. So, I mean, if, if this is true, and in theory he could ask out, it works perfectly for the Phillies to get him at the deadline. Like, I, I don't want him today. I don't need him in, in March and April and June. Just, I mean, I would be scared that he would get hurt in that time. But if you give me him in early August – and it's just a month and a half of the season, and then the postseason, that's perfect. Like, he'll fit in well. He's better than whatever they'll have in left field. It's more so, like, I, I can't I can't overexpose myself by trading for him today. I mean, you got to pick up the phone and just say what's up. That's all I'm saying. Just a what's up. Oh, what's John Middleton calling me for? I have no idea. That's what Anaheim's saying as the phone rings. Oh, he just wants to check in. That's nice. I just got to do a check-in. A check it. The reports are here. Isn't this obvious? He's going to be gone. He's going to be on the move. You have to try and maximize that if that's the case. It's one of the best players of all time. Got to get him. Got to at least make the phone call. You got to be active. That's what I'm demanding. Because this is dropping today, I just want to know that what you do is matching what you say. And if you want to get your trophy back, you at least have to put your foot on the gas and do whatever is possible. And if that talent is available, I'm just saying, you got to at least really think about it and for real, tr try and try and do it. Like, this, this is unbelievable, but you got to try and do it. All right, 215-592-9494 on the trout fishing front. But there's also some real moves that already happened with the Phillies, and we haven't touched on it yet, but they did acquire Whit Merrifield, and it is a nice right-handed bat. How we go from Mike Trout, and now I have to sell you the, the positives of Whit Merrifield is, is comedy. But in reality, you needed a right-handed bat off your bench. You got a right-handed bat off your bench. He is very versatile defensively. He could play multiple different positions. I'm not too worried about his splits. 
meaning the beginning of the season, he was very, very good, and then he tailed off pretty insanely there towards the end. He played a lot. He's getting up there in age, and he won't play as much here. So maybe if he got fatigued, if he got tired, well, he won't be playing as much to get tired. There's a flip side to that, though. If he's a, an all-star caliber player that is accustomed to playing every day, what are the odds that that individual could go to a different role and play every few days and, and not be in the batter's box as much? Is he ready for that? It's hard. It's not easy. It's very difficult to be a bench bat, to be a Garrett Stubbs where you barely see any time playing behind JT Real Muto, and then you need to be in the batter's box in a big clutch spot, or you need to play on Sunday at 1 o'clock when JT gets the day off, and you only get three at-bats. It's not easy to generate a lot of noise that way. Is it possible that Whit Merrifield can? And, and I, I think he, he should be able to sort of adapt to that role. I mean, he does put the ball in play, which is different from what a lot of guys do on this team. It, it's strictly home run, walk, strikeout type of vibe for majority of these guys. So to have someone who is willing to do that is, is great. He's able to steal bases. And you lost a big, 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 big vocal leader in Reese Hoskins. And by no means is Whit Merrifield just going to walk in and be able to sort of duplicate exactly what Reese Hoskins did. I mean, he's been here for a long time. He did a lot with the community. He was even the vocal leader when Bryce Harper is here, and, and that means a lot, and that goes a long way. So I'm not saying Whit Merrifield can hold exactly what Reese Hoskins did and just sort of replicated. It's not what I'm saying, but it definitely adds insurance to the clubhouse that I'm excited about. Here's my fear, because I have one fear about the Whit Merrifield experience, and it dates back, actually, to the Joe Girardi tenure, so maybe it's unfair to apply that to Rob Thompson and how he elects to run his show, but I, I did see a time where Didi Gregorius was obviously nowhere close to his prime anymore. He should not be playing, but he was logging so many damn games over at shortstop. He was playing way too much, and it was because he was a veteran. It was because he's been a lot to uh, to to Joe Girardi and what happened with the New York Yankees, and there was such a tie to the veteran player that he was granted something that he didn't necessarily deserve. So will Whit Merrifield play second base more than he deserves, and then that pushes Bryson Stott out of the lineup, especially if it's a lefty starter. I'm sick and tired of Rob not allowing Brandon Marsh and Bryson Stott to go up against lefties. I feel they can crush lefties. I watched Bryson Stott hit a grand slam against a lefty. I want to see them at least get the opportunity to prove themselves. If they fail, they fail fine. But I know that they look at those matchups, they get concerned with Stott and Marsh for whatever reason, and Whit Merrifield might end up playing more than he probably should at second base. Ben, am I going too far with that with that fear of mine? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, I, I hope I, so. I just think these days, and I know we talked about the Thompson bit with Kimbrell, I think people are foolish to question Rob Thompson during the regular season. Like, it's it's true. Whether whether you like Schwarber at leadoff or not, it works. Whether you like guys getting days off at certain times, whatever, what he's done has worked perfectly. So I think he deserves the benefit of the doubt with however he – if he does bench Stott once a week, I'm fine with that. The lefty-lefty thing just irks me because he can hit lefties. Well, in the playoffs, he faced lefties. He hit a grand slam. Exactly. So I my whole point is the regular season is not going to – Okay, so if Whit – I got you. So in the playoffs, if they sit Bryson Stott for Whit Merrifield because of a lefty, you'll be aggravated then. 
100%. But game 68 of the regular season, whatever. It's totally different, okay. but I know we're going to have the conversations of, yeah, you know, Thompson pulled the pitcher, should we fire the manager? It's foolish. <laughs> it's the third series of the of the, of the season. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's going to happen, though, for sure. All right, 215-592-9494. Your reaction to the Whit Merrifield signing, what it means to this team. They had to go with Rojas last year in a huge fourth inning with the bases loaded, two outs, with an opportunity to break the entire game open. And if Whit Merrifield was your option off the bench instead of him, maybe it's a different outcome. And maybe we're going to back-to-back World Series. And deep down, I thought the Phillies were the best team in baseball last year that fell flat on their face because they went ice cold at the wrong time. But they absolutely could have beat the Rangers. It would have been a fun series. It could have went six, seven games and it'd be super toxic, a very high emotional roller coaster. It wouldn't be a cakewalk by any means, but the Phillies absolutely could have competed when they were playing their best ball last year with the eventual champions. And maybe if Whit Merrifield was there, that's how significant of a move that could be for your bench. Instead of debating Rojas, Pache, Jake Cave, Stubbs, Whit Merrifield, a guy who could put the ball in play and and can do very well in this league, that that matters. It does matter. All right, let's go to Corey in Columbus. Uh, Corey, you're on WIP. Hey, Corey. What's up, Hunter, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Hey, man, this is my first time ever talking to you, man. I follow you on Instagram and stuff. Hey, man, congrats on your baby girl, man. Oh, thank you so much, and I appreciate all your support. Thank you. Yep. Hey, man, I, I honestly feel like the Phillies should trade for Trout. Like, can you imagine the Phillies getting Mike Trout, you know, like, what is that bump in, like, Brandon Mars to, like, the nine hole? Like, our lineup will be, like, the deepest in the Major League uh, Baseball. Like, and then... Like, how you talk about with Merriweather or whatever, you know, like yeah, coming Mer- in. Yeah, Merrifield, yeah. Yeah, Merrifield, my bad, coming in, <laughs> like, I mean, off the bench um, and substitutions for Stott. I don't really like that. I, I personally feel like Bryson Stott is underrated on this team. I feel like you could make a debate that he's, like, the third or fourth best player on this team behind Swarber, Stott, uh, Swarber Harper, and, and Turner. Like Everyday players? Like, or are, you, are you factoring pitching as well? I'm just talking about everyday players. Everyday players. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about, like, you know, fielders, people that play in the field. Sure. So, like, I, I, I just personally feel like you should never, you know, take Stott off the field. And then you saw that he can hit against lefties in the playoffs last year. I just feel like this team didn't get much better. Like, I just feel like what we did this offseason was we added some, you know, like, tinkered the lineup here and there, added some key depth pieces. But it's like we're just hoping that – Having Bryce Harper for the entire season, this team gets off to a hot start. Like I don't, I don't feel like this team really improved much. Like we lost Reese Hoskins, but we didn't really replace him. And if you like go out and trade for a guy like uh, Mike Trout, I know he's had injury issues, but like you get one of the best players in the history of baseball, and you're not even asking him to be the best player on the team. Like he would come here, and we don't need him to be the player that he was for the Angels or whatever, you know, like that. this is still hard. Yeah, Corey, a lot of interesting stuff that you just said there. I, I don't know if he just got cut off there at the end or if he was waiting for me to respond. I don't know. It was like a weird audio thing. But regardless, a lot of interesting things. Did they improve? Well, they didn't have Reese Hoskins for the entire year, so it's not as if they had him to a certain point and they were the best team in baseball and then they collapsed. Like, that's who they were all year. And see – I have an internal debate with myself 24-7 about sports, about non-sports. But when it comes to the Phillies, it's about this offseason. And the one thing that I keep banging my head against the wall trying to figure out is, was their roster good enough last year? And if you just strictly look at the result, your answer would be no, they're not good enough. They lost. 
But that doesn't mean their roster is not good enough. There's teams that are good enough to win the Super Bowl that don't win the Super Bowl. There are teams that are good enough to win the World Series that don't win the World Series. I believe that last year's roster was good enough to win the World Series. So how much better do I need them to get in this offseason? I need help off the bench. They got that help off the bench. They need help with starting pitching. We'll figure out if Walker could be better just from an organic standpoint. We can figure out what exactly Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola are this year. I mean, you're starting pitching. I I still think that there's definitely more to be desired. I I can't kind of – downplay that one. I would love to go get Montgomery if that's possible. So I just don't know how much they can get better when you look around the diamond at JT Real Muto, Bryce Harper at first, Bryson Stott, Trey Turner, and Alec Bohm. Yeah, the Mike Trout is obviously the big sexy talk because there's some reports out of Anaheim that he's not ready to ask for a trade yet, but it's almost like they're opening the door and it's inevitable. It's just about when, not if, and that is interesting, but there's not that many opportunities to really make that big, huge splash outside of this Mike Trout thing. The the Phillies roster was good enough to win the World Series last year, so how much better did you need to get? You're always looking to improve. I would like Montgomery. But if they got Montgomery and Whit Merrifield as your offseason, it's a pretty damn good additions to where they were last year, right? I mean, they got Aaronola too. They did get Aaronola. They did. No, and that's not just running it back because there was a possibility of actually losing him. And then you would have ran into this season with maybe it would be Zach Wheeler, Montgomery, Ranger, and Christopher Sanchez and Walker, and I don't think that that's better than having Aaron Nola return. So bringing back Aaron is a huge signing that shouldn't just be looked at as, well, you're running it back and you really didn't add him. No, you added him because there was a possibility that you actually lost him. You did it. So, no, you did add him back to this roster. All right, let's go to my man Chris and Pensalk, and what's up, Chris? Rude. What's up, dude? Oh. On on a weekday before before dinner, I love it, brother. Yeah, amen. Love it. Thank you. What's um, up? Love hearing you. Thank uh, you. And, and 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 Ben Ben is one of the most underrated dudes there, man. Oh, he's he, phenomenal. He, he deserve he deserves a regular good shift, and he deserves a bump. So, what, what what's your what what what's your general manager's name? Rod. Yeah, Rod. Rod's good people. Pay, pay, pay that young man. <laughs> um, as far as the Bills go, but Eagles, it, it just uh, quick on the Eagles. I don't care what anybody says. I'm watching that team. I'm 57. Watching that team for 51 years, sitting on my dad's lap, rest his soul. They're they're in trouble this year, man. And and, and we're whistling past the graveyard, and and they're going to see it happen, dude. I don't care. I don't care what kind of new coordinators you get. At the end of the day, when it comes to football, at the end of the day, it's about the Jims and the Joes, not the X's and those. And and that that defense is putrid. Uh, it so is they, putrid. They got and, a and lot of work to do, Chris. And then they're going to go and sign Jackson, another thirty girls to stop with the Band-Aid stuff. Let's go young, just like Kansas City did. Take our take our lumps a little bit, squeeze into the playoffs, and start lamping people. But we won't do that because Howie's a quick fix, guys. But anyway, going on to the Phils, I love that signing, man. I love that signing, bro. How about this? The holdup was he was going to sign like three weeks ago from one of my customers was telling me that knows him pretty well. And uh, the holdup was he wanted he wanted a second-year option. I love that we gave him, a, uh, we gave him a, a second-year option. So you're telling me if he hits 300 this year and hits 15, uh, 15 home runs and plays infield, outfield, and helps us win the World Series, we get him for $8 million again next year? Yeah, there's a second-year club option. Yeah, yes, that, yeah. That, 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 that's a steal. I love, all I know is we got – we piss and moan in this town, and and I and I'm one of them. We got 
four, you name any other city with four professional teams that have four GM slash presidents like cars, and I'll buy you a new car. And as far as uh, before, besides even re signing Nola, get, get to what else you got this year. You got Bryce healthy playing all the games. Yes. You got Stout with another year under his belt, and I don't think they're going to move him off too if they move Merrifield into second. He's going to he's going to give he's going to give Turner some rest, and they're going to put Stout at short with okay. another. Hey. I think he's yeah. I like think that. it's a better short, better shortstop. Rojas is, I don't know how much he's going to hit in the playoffs, but I, I seen that dude the other day. I thought that dude was jacked before. He looks he, he looks like Apollo Creed, man. That kid is jacked, and he's one of the best center fielders around. So all, all I know is we're looking good. Bring them on, and, the, and, and let's not get 14 games behind the Braves. Let's, let, let, let's go toe-to-toe for them like an old-school brawl down in South Bay. Hey, bro, you throw a handmaker, I throw a handmaker. And at the end of the day, we're going to see who's standing, and I'll take that team. The only person who scares me is Stopper. Wow. He's, he's like my and, – and, dude, I love him. He's like my grandfather. God rest his soul. Stubborn as the day is long. I'm like, Grandpa, you can drive home with your feet, but it ain't a good idea. Don't do it. Don't tell me what, <laughs> what, don't tell me what to do, Stosh. You're a kid. That dude is stubborn, and stubborn gets you stupid, and stubborn and stupid loses in the playoffs, and he scares me. Love you, brother. All right, Chris. Thanks so much, man. Oh, wow. A lot of great stuff there from Chris. I I get it. The stubborn thing is real. So we have two examples of the stubbornness. The one example is him doubling down on Craig Kimbrell and and saying if he would have the opportunity to do it again, guess what? He's going right back to Craig Kimbrell. But if you want to look for the optimistic view and feel like there's some sort of positivity to all this, he was asked about Rojas, and he said maybe he would have done things differently there. So in one circumstance, going back to Craig Kimbrell, in the other circumstance, he's willing to maybe look in a different direction instead of batting Rojas with essentially the game on the line there. And that's, you know, it, it it's it's nice to know that he is – at least willing. Let's take a listen here of Rob Thompson speaking about Rojas. The right. one that, that I struggle with the most probably is is pinch hitting for Rojas in Game 7, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. And, um, you know, now, uh, you know, going back on it, would I do it again? Yeah, that's maybe one that I might think a little bit harder about. Okay. All right, look, steps in the right direction. Maybe it's baby steps, but it's steps in the right direction. 215-592-9494. That's the phone number to hop on board. Jake, Wade, the rest of the crew, we will get to you on the other side. There's a couple of open lines. So 215-592-9494 if you want to climb in. And look, would you trade for Mike Trout? When would you like to trade for Mike Trout if you are interested? Is this a, hey, we need to pick up the phone now? Is this a deadline thing, an offseason thing? And Bob Nightingale wrote something about the Diamondbacks that I think will piss a lot of you off. I think it pissed me off, and it sure pissed Ben off. So I can't wait for him to express his feelings on this. You are not going to want to miss it. 215-592-9494. I'm Broads filling in for the afternoon show here on 94 WIP. Welcome back, 430 on a President's Day. No Ike, no Jack Fritz. I'm Broads filling in for the afternoon show. They will be back tomorrow. By the way, I just need to tell you, <laughs> 5 o'clock, we are being joined by the one, the only, Dan Baker. 
You're not going to want to miss that, all right? If you don't have your juices flowing yet for Phillies baseball, one, what's wrong with you? And two, Dan Baker will absolutely provide that spark that you're looking for. So make sure you don't turn the dial at all. Now, we are going to check out our Twitter questions. We have a couple now, and that's brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts? Shop Mark's Jewelers' extensive collection for the perfect gift online at marks-jewelers.com. Okay, so our original... Twitter poll was about Rob Thompson and Nick Sirianni. Who do you have more trust in entering 2024? Rob Thompson leading the way at 83%. Hey, 17% for Nick Sirianni. Good for him. Give him a nice little round of applause because that's 17% more than he deserves. So kudos to him. And then our next one that we put out there, Ben Kenny did, would you rather the Phillies make a Mike Trout trade either tomorrow at the deadline, next offseason. And winning at 67% is tomorrow. That's where I'm at. You can do it. You can do it. Obviously, this is very barroom conversation-like. But when you hear that out in Anaheim for the first time, there's definitely more dialogue occurring between the front office of the Anaheim uh, Angels and Mike Trout. It seems it's going to happen. It's more about when, not if, and to what team. And if that's the case, I just want to be on the prowl. That's all. I just want to make sure if it's the same day that John Middleton says, I want to get my blank trophy back, which if you missed, John Clark reported that there was a big team meeting, and apparently the owner said that to his team. If that's the case, then a Mike Trout move's got to be in play, because you have to follow up your words with actions. With actions. So, John Middleton, come on now. Alright, 215-592-9494. I see you all waiting on hold, but I did tease something before we went to break, and I know Ben Kenny's fired up about this, and it is so funny to me. Bob Nightingale put out a piece on, I believe, what is it, USA Today, and <laughs> okay. NL champion Arizona Diamondbacks know they have the target on their back but they'll be even better in 2024. In what world? Ben, you could have the floor, man, by the way, because I saw you rip into this on social first. So I'll give you the floor, let you do your thing. I understand your frustration, but share your opinion, please. I'm not frustrated. It's just one of the stupidest things I've ever read. Like how, how in the world, how in the world do the Diamondbacks look at themselves and say that the target is on their back? Like there, there are bad teams that have gone on to championship rounds and then come back the next year. And nobody's looking at them as the favorite to win the NL. Let alone the NL West. Exactly. The Dodgers make the moves. It's like when the Braves were signing Chris Sale and the Dodgers were signing Otani and Yamamoto and all these guys. Do you think any part of their brain were like, oh, yeah, this move is really what we need to beat the Diamondbacks? No. 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 Because they're not that good. They stink. So the, the, the puff piece I, I find odd. Like, they made moves. They're better. Like, they're a, they're a fine team. They'll win 80-something games. But to say that the target is on their back in the National League is one of the more unfounded things I've ever seen. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's a joke, honestly. And it's funny because outside of the Dodgers, and it took them, by the way, acquiring Shohei Otani and Yamamoto for it to be this loud of noise. 
But the, outside of the Dodgers, I think the most fear team maybe in all of baseball, I'll say National League for sure, is the Phillies. Maybe people are just afraid of the Astros because of the longevity. They sleepwalk into AL, um, ALCS series and all. So, sure. But the Phillies are right up there. The Phillies in the National League outside of the Dodgers. And keep in mind, it took Otani and Yamamoto for it to get to this rate. But it goes Dodgers and then Phillies. The Diamondbacks aren't even in the discussion. It was a miracle ride. Whoop-de-damn-do. What it took for you to get to the World Series is not beating the Phillies. It was the Phillies beating themselves. It was them swinging at garbage again. It was them falling into the bad approach. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Which, unfortunately, we have seen in previous years, but that was the bigger problem. It, it, stop it. With it was the Diamondbacks actually being great crap. I'm not buying that for a damn second. No, the, the Dodgers peed down their legs, too. And, and so did the Brewers, who tend to do that every time they get to the postseason. I just, I, I look across. Like, who, who do you think has the target on their back in the NL? In the NL, it's the Phillies. I, I agree. It's but the ev- Phillies. But, but you say that, and everybody responds, oh, yeah, but they lost. But you, you could be the best team and be the alpha in the conference or the division. Who do you think the Braves are focused on this year? The Phillies. Phillies. They, they signed Chris Sale Phillies. to get Bryce Harper out in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, right. And probably Schwarbs, although it won't happen. He's the greatest leadoff hitter to ever exist. But, but yeah, they're going to try. that's what the move was. And they tried to get Nola to get him away from the Phillies. Yes. And, and the Dodgers were a disaster, but they needed to, you know. Uh, Otani's Otani. They needed pitching. Dodgers are an outlier. They're weird. They're, you know what the Dodgers are. They're consistently going to be in the mix and all, but you kind of have to remove them away from this because they're the Dodgers. They, they just kind of have whatever it is that follows them. That's them. They're the Dodgers. Yeah, Kershaw. Kershaw. In the playoffs. But, yeah, no, the, the target's on the Phillies' back. As it should. As it should be. 
teams are afraid. CBP is a different monster. It's a juggernaut. That ballpark is a scary place to play, and teams don't want to deal with it. If you could somehow survive by not seeing the Phillies, you would actually prefer to. If you could, if I could ask teams to see their preferred path to the playoffs, their preferred path in the playoffs to get to the World Series, I bet you that if you're in the National League, you try to avoid the Phillies at all costs, and you probably put the Diamondbacks in there as a team I'd like to see because you're not very good. So come on, Bob Nightingale. Let, 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 let's let's get a little smoother, please. 215-592-9494. Back to the phones we go. Jake in Philly, you're a 94 WIP. Hey, Jake. Let me get you off speaker. Hey, what's going on? What's up? What's up, Jake? What's up, brother? Are you standing? Uh, I'm standing now. And not only am I standing, I made a nice fresh cup of joe. <laughs> you ready to go. That's right. Um, I need more caffeine I, I, in my I'm life. I'm all in on the Phillies, man. We didn't, I, for me, we've been picking people up every year, $300 million here, $100 million. We didn't really need holes. We needed we needed some chemistry. So we got a, we got a Ranger Suarez coming, no visa problem. We got no uh, baseball classic no none of that everybody's going to be coming good uh, I, i'm ready for the season i feel as though i don't think so i don't think the phillies are the ones with the thing on their back okay I think it's actually the braves the braves been the best team in the nl for a few years straight regular we, season we fight regular season fight wise yes but when it comes to the playoffs man the oh, phillies yeah, have playoffs. their number playoffs yeah. <laughs> um but trout fishing i wouldn't go trout fishing until eat a trout um, I think we made enough moves to be fine now until the trade deadline because maybe maybe go somebody goes down with a serious injury you need something other than because Trout's not going to play the field he's got to be another DH right because you're not taking Kosti off the field. Well, you he could no he I mean you could definitely find ways to to have him in the field for sure. Yeah, but look, is it probable? No, it's not probable that anything is happening anytime soon, but it's just something to note. Look, when Mike Trout, who's from this area, is finally admitting, even if it's just opening the door, that it might not be long-term in Anaheim, my eyebrows are going to raise. And yeah, it, it looks very difficult right now to slot that into this team because they are so stacked and there's not that many opportunities. But when Mike Trout's available, you make opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. One thing on the Sixers, kind of not really on the Sixers. No, 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 hit us. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm ready for uh, the second Mr. half. Mr. is over there. Next time you uh, coaching an all-star team, how about we get uh, Maxie on the on the court quicker? You didn't like that. I know, I ain't like that. He's, he's 20 years old. Why do you got these people? That, that game was a joke, so it doesn't matter what matters. But get, get the young guys on the on the court. Like, get it's not a game. So, it, yeah, it felt Glenn, right, didn't it? Glenn Rivers, get, get the coaching game up. Take it easy, brother. Congrats on the baby. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I saw that going around town a little bit. Doc Rivers, I guess, playing the same Doc Rivers card with Tyrese Maxey, not giving him the love that he deserves on All-Star Day. Doc Rivers is a fraud. The the more and more the days go on, he looks so much worse. And 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 I've honestly, I wouldn't put myself as a Doc Rivers supporter by any means. I just don't rip NBA coaching as much as others rip NBA coaching. So it's not a Doc thing. It's not a Brett Brown thing. It's it's not anything about the guys. It's more just about the the label and the job and NBA coaching in general. I put so much more emphasis on Joel Embiid and James Harden. So much more emphasis on LeBron James and Anthony. 
Davis. So much more emphasis on the the superstars in the NBA. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard in the playoffs. Those are the type of things that I value significantly more than coaching. But the more and more Doc Rivers gets these opportunities, the more and more Doc Rivers speaks. It's like he's vomiting out of his mouth 24-7. I didn't really want the job until the Bucs went through this tough stretch because I didn't want to have to deal with it. Huh? What do, you, what, do you, what do you mean? I, I mean, if I'm a player in the room and I hear that, dude, it's like I, I just want to smack you in the face. All right, let's go to Wade and Chester. I can't see because the glare from the sun. I, I think, Wade, are you on the air? Yo, yo, yo. What's um, up, Wade? I want to touch a couple things. Sure. With the with the coaches, um, I don't trust them either. It's, it's crazy because we, like, we were talking about how we went to the, uh, the World Series and did the Super Bowl and then like back in 1980. I'm, I'm like, damn, we had our high day. I'm scared, man. I think that we got the rosters to, to make the uh, plays and stuff, but the coach is not putting us in position to win. We got uh, the World Series, how he messed up with Wheeler taking him out early, then how he messed up in, with uh, to get to the World Series by putting a dude in on game three and four. Um, Nick Sirianni, they, uh, A.J. Brown said that he knew we was going to lose in the Super Bowl once we punted off the ball, so he didn't stay aggressive. They want to know what Nick Sirianni do. He said, we're going to find out this year what he really is. Um, <laughs> it's unreal. Yeah, the Mike Trout situation. Uh, I was about that room when he was little. He said he was nice in basketball, nice in football. Like, he was a little kid. Like, he always was the best in basketball, always was the best in football, like whatever league he was in. He didn't play baseball. They said that they knew he was going to make it by – he was so good at that, but they knew he was going to get scholarship and go on, whatever. But then they said he tried to – he said, yo – play baseball and then he played when he probably was like 15 or something he played baseball and then he made it in baseball and everybody from the city said they were surprised that he made it in baseball because he never played it he don't like baseball he only played baseball because of the money that's why everything he do is because of the money he don't care about winning and all that he care about what he care about getting the money that's why you see him more with the uh at the football games and you even see him uh, wearing the Anaheim jersey or being uh endorsed or something. He don't care about baseball. He care about the money. Well, I guess he fits in with Anthony Rendon, if that's true, because his teammate right now is saying the same exact thing. Hey, I look, I'll just do this because it's my occupation. I don't really care about it. It's hard to resonate with. Outside of the money thing, I, I love this. Like, I breathe this. I sleep this. I am obsessed with radio. I, I really do. I have a very big passion for it. I couldn't mm-hmm. imagine stepping into this room and going at, at a 6% rate for, for 10 years of a career. Like, I, I couldn't imagine doing a job, even if it's paying 40 and hating it and going to work every day. It's just a weird one, thing for me. One more thing, and it's funny that you said that. I've been listening to sports radio since, like, 2016, so I used to uh, dibble back and forth to each uh, of, the, of the shows in, in the city. And um, I grew on, and I gravitated to this show and where the best show at, and I stayed over this station and everything. But when I used to double back to, like, like, when they used to play baseball on here, and I used to go back there and listen a little bit, I heard you on there. It was like 2020, and I never heard you before. I'm like, yo, who this dude on here? I never heard him on here. He sound like he should be on WIP. And then come to find out, you made it to WIP. Listen, you know wait, I, you're I, a listen, smart man. Yo, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I put two and two together. Like, people call me like, yo, bro, what you think about this? I'm, all, I'm like a crazy detective type thing. <laughs> and um, I want to give you a shout, man. I know uh, you're doing your thing, man. You came in with the new guy. You held your, uh, you know what I'm saying, your first joint on here, the new guy situation. You, you, you showed you was ten toes down, held your own, you know what I'm saying? And then you going overnight. You feel me? You said your dogs don't know how to adjust to the uh, the shift. But when you on from ten to two, and then Blue Jay come on, that that that, that right there, that that line up, nice man. I keep people up. Ain't no going to sleep with you. And then Blue Jay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they. Thanks, Wade. I, I mean, that I'm means a lot. Man. That I mean, means I'm listening. that I'm means listening, a lot, yo. Wade. Hey, don't be a stranger.
Oh yeah, it'd be late when I be trying to get I, me. Be on, I, that's why I call now to get in. I tried to call before one time, but it was too late. But uh, I, I love tried, it. man. Thanks, Wade. I'm I, listening, though. I'm listening, though. I got you. Appreciate you. Appreciate the love. Thank you so much. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Chris in Newtown. Chris, you're a 94 WIP. Hey, Chris. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you today, Chris? Good, good. I think you nailed something with Thompson. You know, a big thing this year is, is he going to go with the – Guys on the rise, Bohm, Marsh, Stout, or is he going to wait around for Cassianos, Rebuto, and Schwarber to go back to where they were five years ago? They well, five, get year, five years ago is a little strong. Nick was, good for, Nick was good last year until the very, very end. Either way, if you're going to win, you got to give these kids a chance. They got to move up in the lineup. Well, I don't want to move them up. That's where we differ. I want them to be a part of this thing, but I, I okay. So preferably, I would like Kyle Schwarber leading off. I, that probably pisses you off a little uh, bit. Yeah, uh, I mean, they, uh, it works, Chris. Uh, it works. Uh, you just said they haven't won anything. You just said you won a championship, and you're going to do the same thing again. Dude, they didn't lose the World Series to the Houston Astros because Kyle Schwarber led off. I understand that, but if you think he's going to bet higher than 180 this year? Yes, I will. I I I, I do believe he'll hit higher than 180. Yes. Oh, he'll hit oh, higher than I, 180. Oh, he's what? on the wrong trajectory. No, he's not. He hit how many home runs has he hit in a Phillies uniform? Seven thousand. Yeah, if I could have a beer league, I would love to have him in my beer league. So you don't think Kyle Schwarber is effective? I don't think he's a lead, effective leadoff hitter. No, I do How not. Can, so you don't think he's an effective leadoff hitter, yet they're getting the game six of the World Series, and then they failed miserably, not just because of Schwerber, but they're getting to the NLCS and should have won, and it's not effective? They have only one way to win. Solo homers. No, not solo homers. Homers. It's the, the only way they can win. No, 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 and not solo not homers. Homers. They win when they hit homers. I agree with that. They don't win just because of solo homers. Bryce Harper hits a lot of homers. Nick hits a lot of homers. Boehm had 20 homers. JT hit some homers. There's homers all around this roster, and that's why it's special. They don't win just because of solo homers. That wouldn't make much sense. That's all they do. You no, watch it's the not game. all they do. 70% of the game. I watch every game. Solo. I watch every the game. It's not. They have. Solo after solo. They no, it's, that's impossible. Uh, Chris, thanks for the call. It's impossible to only hit solo homers and then go look at what Alec Bohm did. It, it, no, it's not true. It's not only one. Alec Bohm had almost 100 runs batted in last year. There's no way that he was doing that by solo home runs. Like Kyle Schwarber, yes, since he bats first, there are times where he hits leadoff Shots, but that's why you put him there. You put him there because he's a dangerous weapon and he can start the game off with a one nothing lead, and I prefer that. I prefer that. I don't know. To say it's not effective is unfair. To say maybe that you prefer other things, different story. It's, it's not only effective, it's extremely, insanely, very effective. It's not just effective. I want to be very clear. It's incredibly, obnoxiously amazingly effective. That's how effective it is. You're getting the game six of the World Series and losing to a team that's better than you. You you failed, and he was a part of the failure in 
the the series to the Diamondbacks as their their entire offense went down a little bit there during that um you know during that run against the Diamondbacks, which is extremely disappointing, and and I'm aware of that. There's a lot of blame to go around, but I want to look up what he did in the playoffs because he was terrific in the uh, World yeah, Series uh, this year. Who are you talking about? Schwarber. Uh, why why you gotta do that? In what? the in the World Series. It didn't make the oh, World I, Series. Excuse me, the NLCS. Oh, I thought you were making a joke. No, no, no. That was a Freudian slip. Okay. I was like, dude, that's not f- – I know you're sarcastic and I love your sense of humor, but I was thinking, man, that's actually like a kill shot right now. Yeah, no, that's that's my bad. Yeah. But he was in, – in the NLCS, remember, he was one of the Amazing. only people who actually showed up. Yes. Yes. I mean, during the final stretches, though, the whole offense went quiet. And everyone was sort of a part a part of that downfall, right? The blame goes everywhere. But there were times in that NLCS, Kyle Schwarber was the man, the guy. He, he was amazing. So I, I think we're just a little too harsh. This thing will go down in history, in history. You want his NLCS stats? Yeah, yes, because I'm trying to do it as I talk. I have it. Okay. Uh, Kyle Schwarber, 8 for 22 with two doubles and five home runs and eight walks. That is good for a batting average of 364. And on base of 533 and an OPS of 1670. Mm. I'd say that's pretty good. Those are good. Yeah. I'd say that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm looking at game seven in the NLCS. He had a double. And I'm told he can't run. My man got a double. I'm just saying. Although game six wasn't pretty. Well, he had two walks. Hmm. Like that sounds the, effective. Like the leadoff guy getting two walks in, in game six is pretty good. And then I'd say getting a double in game seven is pretty solid. You know, just spitballing though off the top of my head. That's all. Let's go to Charlie in Downingtown here on 94 WIP. What's up, Charlie? How you doing? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, I'm just going to follow up real quick with Kyle Schwarber because I had a question, but let this be real quick. Kyle Schwarber, I'm in complete agreement with what you said. He deserves to be a leadoff hitter, and here's why. You're going to look at a batting average of 180 to 200. Look at how many times this man draws a walk. He finds a way to get on base. When I played ball, they always said a walk is as good as a hit. So even if you're not, and he just read off these statistics, which shocked me because I didn't even think they were that good. They're excellent. For, he's a good leadoff hitter. Leave it alone. Yes, the, Charlie, uh, you're a smart I man. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with you. And the other thing I had is who's this utility player that the Phillies just signed? Whit Merrifield. <clears throat> now, what kind of a player is he? He's a, he's a very good player. I mean, he's been an all-star a couple different times in his career. I know Ben loves that. Yep, he told me to pump the brakes. He hates that. He's a, he's a, he's a solid, solid um, what, what super utility man. Is that, a, is that a good way to describe it? Go ahead, he's Ben. A, he, he's, a ba- like he's a fine baseball player. He's a fine He's a 35-year-old fine, fine super player. utility player. Okay, that's, you know what? That is actually right. a good description. That's a good description. That may explain why they only signed him to a year I think his contract was just a year. But yeah, there's okay. a club we'll option for a second year, so if they like what they see, they can uh, have him for a second. Oh, that's smart. I'm really looking forward to the season. I'm fired up. I just want to mention one thing, and I hope everybody in Philadelphia is listening to me. These retro uniforms that are coming out, I wish they would go away. <laughs> I do not like them. And the reason is the city of Philadelphia is very historic, and the colors should really, to me, be red, white, and blue. And I don't like the fact that they put Philly on the front of the jersey. I just – I don't know. I don't I like. I don't like them either. Are they confirmed? I don't know if they just. Okay. Yeah. Ben, shaking his head. No. I don't know if they're confirmed, but I saw what you saw, and I did not like them either, Charlie. Uh, uh no. I'll tell you what to look at. I was on the on the internet the other day, 
I like nostalgic stuff. Go take a look at the 1925 Phillies uniform. My favorite. It's red, white, and blue, and it has like a calligraphy P. It's really sharp. I will, if Charlie. You do something. Do something like that. That's cool. I'll check Thank it out. Thank you for your time. Yeah, Thank of you course. Thanks, Trev. Everyone remembers the 1925 jerseys, right? Ben, are they hanging up on your wall? How do you? you of course. You think about them every day? 19. What? I don't think the Phillies existed. Weren't they the Athletics? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got to say, I, I love the maroon. You want to bring rock the maroons? I like the powder blues. You know what jersey I actually like, though? And it's uh, it's the the Pittsburgh Pirates yellows. The yellows with the hat, with the black, and the yellow, the, 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 the what's the word I'm looking for here? Stripes. The stripes. That's a good look. It's a clean look. I don't know how we got there. All right. 215-592-9494. Let me lay this out for you, because we have one more hour to go together. Right? I take it till 6 o'clock. We have Dan Baker coming up at the top of the hour. So if you want Phillies baseball just ready to run through your bloodstream, you listen to Dan Baker at 5. That's not all, though. At 5.30, we moved along a little top 5 at 5. I don't know where this goes. Ben has the power. He's the one with the keys. Very dangerous, uh, and it's very scary, but he's got... Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.